2: Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, uh, the show that is fuelled by Guinness and powered by celery, as ye all know by now. Uh, I am Stanford Chidge, of course, and the title of tonight's show is uh, Chelsea Fancast number 1,104. Uh, it's progress, Jim, but not as we know it. There are many of you out there who will know where that kind of uh, link reference comes from, but there you go. Uh, JK is one of them that I do know. How are you, JK?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm a bit... Um... I'm a bit of a trekkie, actually. Today, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why I yeah.
2: knew you'd get that reference.
0: Hey, excellent, excellent. Said by Bones, of course, played by DeForest Kelly.
3: That's a good name, that DeForest Kelly, I always thought. very
0: good, very good, because it's Kelly the Irish, but DeForest makes it in a different in a different, uh, in a different um, world, doesn't it? DeForest, which is what he, he, he was mostly acting in a different world all the time. So good for him. Yeah, good for him.
2: Yeah, bones, love the bones off him, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we've got a guest, JK, who is unknown to himself already. The, the,
0: the guest, yes, giving it away. Well, I mean, so I don't
2: you know. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pause, rewind. I, I'm not going to call them guests anymore. They're not guests. They're part of the fucking family. They've been with the show longer than, I mean, Marco's been on it, you know, longer wait, than anybody else apart from me.
0: Who have we got on tonight? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Who have we got on tonight? Sharing, Who's sharing. the
2: brother from another mother tonight. Yeah, 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 exactly. sharing the zoomscape. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. the exactly. The Zoomiverse, the Zoomiverse. The Zoomiverse, exactly, <laughs> yeah.
0: And it is, of course, um, the uh, the Gate 17 himself, the marvellous uh, Marco Worrell. So, uh, and I think you need to realise, everybody listening to this, first of all, how much he knows, and secondly, what a lovely man he is. Yeah. This is what you need to know at home. Absolutely. Listening
3: to very, this. very, very, very kind of you, J.K., you
0: know it's true, You know it's true. And you can see him every game on the store outside the Fulham Broadway entrance. So if you're coming out of the tube, turn right, and
3: then you will see him. Just to laugh up. at me getting wet or cold.
2: <laughs> Which is why they, you should also buy him a hot chocolate from uh, Starbucks yeah. across the road, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yes, he every likes time. a hot chocolate. And if you're if you're smart, you'll carry around a little miniature bottle of rum to to, to put in it. You know, there's nothing like a hot chocolate with rice. I'm, I'm
3: going through a tequila phase. Of an, yeah.
2: Is that I've nice dis- in hot chocolate?
3: Uh, well, I've discovered this drink called Batanga. Batanga. Which is tequila, lime juice and Coca-Cola.
2: Bloody hell. And wow. It's-
3: Bloody nice. Okay. Oh. So the
2: okay. tequila, tequila, lime juice and Coca-Cola. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can we can we
0: sing the song? Can we say da 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 da
1: da da
0: Or not just the case be. Any
2: excuse. Any any excuse. Unbelievable.
3: Um Mexican. Uh
2: listen, we were we were we were all at the game, uh the villa game on Friday Neat, uh which is a very weird time for an FA Cup match, but I think overall we all had a jolly good time. Uh, I certainly did. enjoy the match, actually. Uh, it's not often one has said that this season, watching Chelsea, uh, but I think we did. J.K. had a positive fanbite. Um, yeah, so lots to discuss tonight. But before we get into all of that, uh, as ever, don't forget you can listen to the show live. Live! Live, Kitsch, live! You didn't say the word. I was just teasing live. you. Live! I was teasing you. Every Monday and Friday at 7.30pm or there or thereabouts by going to Mixola, which of course is chelsea-fancast.mixlr.com where you can join in the chat by posting on the live chat page as so many of you lovely people do. Uh, Loads of you in there already. Uh, Sorry to keep you waiting tonight, but never mind. Can't be helped. Uh, You can also follow us on all the socials at Chelsea Fancast and listen and subscribe uh, on Acast, Spotify, Apple and all good podcast platforms. And if you are so disposed to do things like this, leave us a super duper five star review. You don't have to. Of course, you can basically say we're a bunch of our wankers and leave us a minus five. one if that floats your boat? We don't really mind. Um, uh, we don't really mind about this either. But again, if you want to do it, it's all good to me. It's Patreon. You can become a Chelsea Fancast patron, uh, and uh, that basically, it's like a website, it's a bit like a community on there, um, but it's really basically a vehicle for which uh, you can bung us a few quid every month to say thank you, we appreciate what you do. Uh, but as I said, there's no pressure, I love you if you do, and I love you if you don't, I love you all equally. But if you want to, it's uh, Patreon com forward slash Chelsea Fancast, and if you do, uh, you can if you want one. You can have a a, a a Kerry Dixon mini banner, and the other thing you can do, of course, is you can join our Discord group. But but you, a, I'll need your address for the banner, and B, um, you need to ask me for the Discord group link. And if you do, I will send it. It's very simple. Right, we'll be talking all things Chelsea versus Villa after this break. <laughs> So, I mean, we were saying, weren't we, a minute ago, it was quite a, an enjoyable night, JK, but um, I was greeted by horrendous news uh, in at half t- uh, not half-time, in the pub when the uh, the team was released um, because uh, somebody said to me, Colwell got injured, before, you know, in the warm-up. I did his hammy. So, obviously, I was very upset because it meant that my team selection had already gone down the shitter. But um, I was really quite right And then immediately... It, it, it crossed my mind that Gilchrist would come in, which is what he did. It didn't cross my mind that Baddy Ashier would go to left-back. But, I mean, first of all, the injury cross-strikes cross again. Ha- I mean, he's not the first player to have got injured in the warm-up for us this season. And the second thing is, actually, Gilchrist did really, really well. And he looks a player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love his confidence. I love his energy. And it's lovely to see a homegrown come through. Oh, it's is great to see a... Uh, I mean, particularly since so many clubs in the Premier League, particularly City, just seem to bring in people who, who, who play out of their skins and look superb. And you think, well, if, if City can do it in their academy, and it wasn't only a few years ago we were beating them in all the Youth Cup finals, um, it should be up to us as well to, to provide similar level players. And I like the fact that in the, uh, the Cup game, Castle, Castle Dine got a go, um, who looks a decent player as well, prospect, but they all should be decent prospects. They're a very good academy, as we know. So yeah, I, I I was bemused to see Batty a shield play. I mean, to, to be fair, he made a couple of terrible errors, uh, which he seems to do per game, which he just gives the ball, gives the ball away without thinking, or, or, um, or
2: trips over it,
0: or trips over the ball. He yeah. Seems quite good at that in you know, a in a in a in a dreadful more like, tran- more
2: like more like more
0: like <laughs> Yes, very funny in a in a in a transitory ruined my flow there but yeah very good um <laughs> in a in Never a transition,
2: you better get the turkey baster out again
0: <laughs> in every in every transition I've, i must use that word more often because everybody else is now but i get it because it's a transition is when you give basically give the ball away and the opposition get the ball down the other end immediately which which is what happens in the uh in in most modern football because they're so athletic and they're so taught to do that um and we will get onto this eventually because this is what mudrick does mudrick gives the ball away non-stop uh and the ball's down the other end in a few seconds um but yeah i thought we were great first half i mean really exceptional and i really resented the fact that the um that uh i read a couple of newspaper reports who seemed to make out that villa were the better team which i didn't get and even match of the day showed villa attacking and then our four errors, and then was were really patronising towards Chelsea after in the uh, describing them, just saying you know it doesn't work, it's not working for them, they're still a work in progress. And I, I thought actually first half we weren't a work in progress. They actually put it down to Villa being sluggish. You thought, hang on, Villa had fourteen days off.
2: Well, we did say on Friday that we only had three. Sorry, yeah, Thursday that actually having a break might not be good for them because they would be sluggish.
0: Yeah, well, that's true, they, but they well, it, it doesn't make sense, though, really, when, we, when you think about it. Before we well, they weren't sharp,
2: were they? They weren't match sharp. That's what happens when you. Well, break. we.
0: That's true. That's true. But nonetheless, I still it 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 had an effect because in the second half, particularly after seventy minutes, I know we'd made all the subs, but we uh, um, we started holding on, and you know, and kudos to their supporters who seem to have an enormous ability to make. Um, the, the the noise got louder and louder the, the closer they got to the goal. So the ball up for a corner, <inaudible> and then they are have a shot. <inaudible> then, um, no, they, no this, um, surely it's
2: more, more, it's more. Me,
0: it. yeah, yeah, you're right, Sunny. It's, it's, it's
2: that. It's that noise. Twang.
0: but I also thought, by the way, the crowd were fantastic. First half. It, 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 it goes against what everybody's saying you know that thing you see on on social media nobody sings anymore nobody's up for it my argument is always if the team are good the noise and it was also the FA cup you know you feel the butterflies and the fact that we responded to it and played excellently i felt that was a terrific performance first time i didn't think i'm watching a bad chelsea side i thought this is this is this team is good this is good other than the usual bollocks of getting the ball in the net, which we failed to do, and we should have won, should have scored three of those chances. But Martinez is a top, top goal. JK, when you see, I, I, I applaud and- you,
2: you've done the entire list, and it's like a fan <laughs> bike. We can all go home now, there's no point doing part one because good, done fantastic, it thank, um, you, please. Serious, thank you. I'm pleased. Serious, serious point. Uh, you, you're right on all of those, you're af- spot on on all those points. I mean, Marco, we were. I mean, we were saying before before J.K. turned up, weren't we? That it it was really enjoyable watching. They, they like I said, I thought they played properly, but we were dominant in that first half. And yet, of course, as I said in the in the notes, wash, rinse, repeat. We can't score, so it was frustrating. But I never felt, I, you, I thought we were playing so well against a good side, like you were saying earlier, that it didn't it didn't depress me this time. I just thought, no, 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 it will come, it will come. I mean, obviously, second half it changed, but we were it was really good to see. I think, and putting the, you know, moving the ball quickly as well. Looking like they were wanting it. They were at it. I loved it.
3: Oh, definitely. You know, to my mind, I thought Villa, when they got going, um, and I thought they would be, the the best side that Chelsea have played for quite some considerable period of time. Um, And you can see why they are where they are in the league. Um, You know, they, they do play as a team from the back they're they're all good competent players um no and I and I and I wanted to see I was just hoping Chelsea were going to um get their shit together just to see how they held held it together against um a decent side and i'd like say you know they were good in the first half um less so in the second half i think maybe villa got a bit more Max sharp um, I think I, 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 I'm well. I don't think I don't think Badia Sheel is anywhere near good enough to play for Chelsea Football Club. I'm sorry to say, and it and it generally tends to show every now and again in every game he plays for Chelsea. But you know he did okay. But whether he's whether he's good enough, and we've got other players. If Wesley Fafana ever comes back, um, you know. I don't think we necessarily need to get overly concerned about that rather just focus on the positives. So, yeah, you know, it was a cup tie, which meant that the crowd was, had a slightly different makeup to it. So maybe people there, maybe a good 10,000, 15,000 of the, the gate uh, people who don't generally get to go to games. So they, tend to get behind the team and sing a bit more because they don't get the opportunity to do it that often and it's it's always good um in a cup tie and that was good to hear um yeah so it, it was a lot, it was it was just pleasing and i think you know that that was good usual story obviously we couldn't put the ball in the net um but i feel more enthused about going to anfield on wednesday with that performance behind them than if it had, you know, just been another nondescript um performance which made the Middlesbrough game look like what it was, uh, an aberration, rather than, you know, a step in the right direction.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I agree with all that. i t- you know what, mate, you're right about the atmosphere. I mean I thought it was good. I mean I don't know who the the Villa fan who who responded to your fan by saying that Villa were, you know, were with the, you know, basically that we were shit and that they, I mean, they were loud at the beginning. Um, but I tell you, here we go. One of the things I really liked, which is Marco, and all, all of us will remember this from the old days that, you know, Villa have their version of Chelsea, 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 and every time they started it, all three sides of the ground that were ours joined in and absolutely overwhelmed it, and that's what we used to do back in the day. And I mm. thought, I thought, a, hey, the atmosphere was good. And I think JK's right. It helps when we play like we're at it. You know, if you're up for it, then we get up for it. But the other thing I think Marco is spot on with is, yeah, I think there were a lot of supporters in there who who don't normally get the chance to go to matches or, or not that regularly. And they were, I mean, you know, obviously, Jesus Christ, where I sit in Gate 17, it's like transition central. I mean, I'm like the lone the lone season ticket holder who bothers to turn up for matches apart from the lovely guys who sit in front of me and john gordon down to the left but it you know always 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 different people there every week but uh on friday quite a lot of young lads all very yeah. keen to make a lot of noise and it was i was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. loving it because it made me make some noise as well rather than just sitting there like waldorf and statler you know it was great i loved it it's how it should be you know and it just oh, just yeah. shows you you know actually on a, on a, on a related or a tangential point in a sense the problem that we've got with with a, little, a lot of the season ticket holders um you know i've long said that when you get to our age there is undoubtedly a, a feeling that you've kind of been there done it you've done your bit you know you're getting a bit older you just can't be asked really i know that sounds terrible but i think there's a truth to that hand the
0: mantle hand the mantle over to someone else well you know no. we did a bit of singing in the east stand middle no we, way
2: we did i thought Myself. it was banned from the east middle yeah but
0: we sneaked it in good grief we in, yeah what did you try to try to start one off we tried to what start, did you try chelsea, start amazing grace chelsea 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 and everybody behind me everybody behind me laughed
2: oh my god
3: well, I, Actually, interestingly enough be- before the game um i thought hang on a minute that's bushes <laughs> there he was with um accompanying julio oh. uh in the middle of the shed cuz her sister was otherwise engaged so yeah bushes was probably leading the singing in the middle of the east stand how lovely
2: <laughs> how lovely next time to start try and start this one fuck them all see what happens then
3: what in the east stand yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> his face is telling the entire story uh yes. yeah anyway where were we yeah i just think it 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 it's it, it was it was quite an an interesting uh, observation that, uh, you know, a different kind of crowd in there, probably a bit younger, obviously not, you know, the usual suspect from the season ticket has made a lot more noise. I mean, OK, I know it was a cup match, so maybe maybe that had something to do with it. But, I, be, I mean, basically, you know, I do think it's a problem. We, you know, you, we, I mean, we are, we are part of the problem in, the, in a way. We're all bed blocking, as I've said many times before. But uh, I ain't leaving my bed just yet.
3: I do think those games. I do like the the FA Cup games because the allocation, you know, it's like six thousand or whatever it was, away supporters, um, and it just gives it just gives it that sort of better dynamic. Um, you know, sort of going back to the days when of terracing. You know, when when the North North Stand terrace would be. Pack right out with away supporters um, is better without a doubt. You know, I, I think the more away supporters there are, the, the, the better the atmosphere because the away supporters make a racket. So the home supporters feel obliged to make a racket. Yeah,
2: exactly that. Exactly um, that. It is, you know, I mean this running order is beginning to sound like a, a joy division album transition atmosphere. What have we got <laughs> what have we got next, love will tear us apart, I don't know, um, I tell you what we didn't tear them apart, although we we tried to the one one of the reasons we didn't was martinez j k he's a horrible rat, but he's a fucking great goalkeeper, I mean he kept yeah. them in it in the first half because i mean i know I know you could say that Maduecki's shot was a poor effort. you could say that Palmer's effort wasn't up to his usual standards, but you could also say that Martinez made a couple of very good saves. In fact, he made more than that. He's a very good keeper.
0: The point blank one after uh, Sterling had given the ball to Palmer. Palmer was great, actually. Um, Palmer is, he, he is such a good player because he 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 gets into a situation where you think, "What's he going to do with it?" And he'll do something that that of of such a standard that he sets a a chance up. Is it's just going past the player on the byline, and then crossing it for Medueke to try and kick in, it. it got kicked by the defender and hit the goalkeeper, didn't it? But hit Martinez. But Martinez block, he just seems to have an instinct to spread himself beautifully.
2: Very Schmeichel-esque, actually, I thought. Very, yeah, yeah. He's got the yeah, same no, kind of presence, hasn't he, I think? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's a fabulous goalkeeper. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. World-class. And, and what well, is completely world-class. And what's annoying is he's actually, despite in the World Cup final behaving like a complete Gareth he uh when interviewed his fluency is uh in the language and his his bonhomie is catching actually he's a he's a really good personality as well because he was interviewed a lot about the saves and uh then somebody else did a did a quick because he's a he's he's a World Cup winner but yeah no it, it it reveals doesn't it if you've got one of the top goalkeepers in the world they keep you in it yeah you know they definitely
2: Uh, I mean, conversely, you know, I think you both said this and I both agree with you. Um, We started to tire after about 65 minutes. They got a bit more match-sharp and and we were kind of hanging on, really, for the last 10, 15 minutes. I mean, I think it's good that we did. It shows, again, that we're we're improving.
0: Decent Decent defending. Yeah, Yeah, you know,
2: exactly, you know. Um, But, again, uh, Petrovic kept us in it. And, you know, I think he's also beginning to look like a rather good goalkeeper, Marco, isn't he?
3: he is um yeah petrovic i think brings a confidence back to whatever back four he's got in front of him um that hasn't necessarily been there when San- sanchez was playing and I, I mean i don't know whether that's because the defense was super wobbly when uh when sanchez was playing but i don't know he just he just looks he looks and behaves like a proper goalkeeper which is a start I still get nervous when the ball gets played into the penalty area and he you know he tries to do the Edison stuff which only Edison can do um but yeah you know that's good but my my, my point I was going to make about um the way the match evolved I I just wonder sometimes if you know I, I just can't figure out some of um substitutions, it almost feels to me sometimes like, well, he's got five subs that he can use, so may as well use them. Um because you know, I, I thought, you know, once once kind of uh, once Broger sort of came into the equation and Mudric, um Well, oh,
2: it looked like we were down to nine men, mate.
3: Well I, well, I mean that's a bit unfair. Well, but I
2: fell at the time.
3: But you know, I, I, why would you do that? Why would you? You know, I thought we were playing well. So don't you can't tell me that Cole. I, I know he didn't get subbed off, but you know, Maduweki and Sterling were were doing a good job. Um, you know, they, they they can run for ninety minutes. So why not give them ninety minutes? Um, I, I, you know, I, I just don't get it. Uh you know, Broger and Mudrick, I'm sorry, uh you know, average. They're 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 not I d I don't know what, you know, Mudrick I said this from the outset. He's he's kind of like um I don't know, he's another Timo Werner, isn't he? Can, no, no,
2: I I agree disagree with that. I think Timo Werner was much better than Mudrick. Well well I just kind Timo of Timo Werner was a footballer. Just a yeah, not but, very good you
3: know, one. Kind of like that Andre Schurler thing, isn't it, where there's just like run, 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 overrun, trip over the ball, ping the ball too far. You know, and it's kind of like, and the moment's gone. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's just not, they're just not at the right level um, to 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 play for Chelsea at the moment. So hooking off Maduweku, I thought, I think, you know, since he sorted out his differences with Poggettino about the nightclub stuff you know he he he's a threat yeah. he can put the ball in the net um he's exciting to watch as well you know he, the moment he gets the ball he tries tries something you know we were watching it watching it quite closely on on Friday um and I don't know you know why why change that um I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of other know"s.
2: Well, I mean, I, th- I think maybe, you know, I think the trouble that Poch has at the moment, which is, and I and I say this as the person on our team who has to pick the team each week, is that he thinks, well, I I need to bring on, you know, a bit of attacking flair here, you know. So I've got Brozier and Mudrick on the bench. Oh, yeah, one's a winger, one's a striker. That's what I need to do. Completely forgetting that they're, they're arse gravy. So, you know, so I think I think the problem that he has is that he has a number of uh, players in that squad who just simply are not good enough. And I I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, can't remember what I did actually this week. I, I mean, all will be revealed later. So I shall keep Stum until then. But <clears throat> I think I think that Brozier and uh, Mudrick are basically, you know, you get you get undroppable players. They're unpickable at the moment, J.K., well, I, I I think the
0: thing about Mdweke is that you can see that he's actually making progress.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah. And,
0: and and yeah, and you think, uh, yeah, he, I agree completely. He did some really lovely stuff and he looks a threat. And, you know, it, since his goal at Luton, you think, well, he might he might score one like that. He might just ping a shot off. Um, we want to see progress. We want to see that in six months of potch managing, that there is a, a pattern of play and they, they improve. The problem with both Broya and Mudry is that neither of them has made any progress whatsoever. And in fact, Mudrick has got worse, and Broyer just looks as if he's going to burst into tears all the time. And uh, and uh, it, it's it, I agree completely. Neither of them would get into any Chelsea team. Um, uh, I mean, they'd get into well, they'd get into a team in nineteen seventy nine. But I really do think that they, they <laughs> That's wouldn't. The benchmark,
2: think, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's always the benchmark.
0: It's always the benchmark. But I think it was a it was a terrific article on Mudrick in
2: uh,
0: yeah uh, that Liam wrote, which um um. Tells you an enormous amount, you know. Um, shall I talk about it now? Yeah, I'm yeah, go th- for it, mate. And of 23, should only played about 50, 50 games. Um, uh, that people making excuses for him, um, hasn't had enough game time. Uh, big problem in that his home country is being bombed all the time. Um, uh, all,
2: all of uh, which we're very sympathetic. All of which we're
0: yeah. absolutely sympathetic about. Absolutely get it. However, um, what Liam did rather beautifully was to analyze the fact that he always. Tries to tuck in. He never goes. Never goes left to try and, uh, to to uh, to beat the the fullback. He always goes inside. inside. And there's a consequence. Leaves the ball. Um, players know the defenders know it's going to happen. Leaves the ball nowhere near his body, and is easily dispossessed. And the number of times that the transition is created because they're up there and everybody's attacking, and the ball is achieved retrieved by the defender goes up the other end, and the opposition have a shot. So it's he's the worst possible. He's given player.
2: The, hasn't, he, hasn't he given the ball away more times than any other yes. person yes. in the league. Anybody in the league, absolutely in the league, in the league, in the league. In the <laughs> league.
0: absolutely ridiculous. It's like it's and, like eight
2: hundred and something. So, isn't yes, it? Yeah.
0: and I think I think if they were playing, it was a very good point that, that Liam made. If they were playing um in a different different league in a different country where or if, even the, the style was probably if he was playing for Villa and the ball, the transition is needed, you need a really quick player uh, to just have the ball played to him and run, he would probably have scored 10 goals. But, but Chelsea aren't playing that way. Chelsea are playing in a different way. If it was just booting the ball down the wing and he didn't have anything to do but run after the ball, he would get to the ball first. And he'd obviously need somebody with him, which is what actually happened in the Man United game. Yeah five chances to do that and you and you admired his speed but he has the other aspect of it is that he has no football knowledge brain nouse, anything but well,
2: he's reactive and, isn't he yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah but 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 poch said i think po, poch has been trying you know what what liam said was he was trying to make him you'd have thought that in six months he'd have ironed all these things out of him of this constant nipping in his constant putting it on his the foot which allows him to be tackled and the fact he never screens it and never takes it left he doesn't use really
2: arse thought... between him and the opposition player does absolutely. he absolutely which hazard used to do exactly which, which sterling does and i have to say i
0: i got taken to um to the cleaners by somebody saying he thought sterling was complete shite oh, was I, I thought it was talking? all
2: right it's all right
0: Sterling did a couple of really lovely nutmegs with people and got the ball through. And I thought, I think Sterling is becoming an integral part of it if they play that well. I really think you've got you've got the speed and, and intelligence and crossing ability of Sterling. You've got Palmer weaving his magic behind them and you've got Madueke at the back. You just need a striker to put the ball in the sodding net, I don't know. you? i, know. I know. Get I know. fed up with this and we're not going to buy one, are we? What are we doing? Waiting for Nkunku to get
2: injured again. Ye gods! Well,
3: Jackson's back soon. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. that must be who we're waiting for. Yeah. Well, we, we don't. We don't know yet. And there are still two days of the transfer window open at the moment. I thought the other thing that uh, that Liam made a good point about was the fact that <laughs> the way that we play, you know, Poch likes to have his players in in various positions during various stages of the game and by, and by the time you know mudric has figured out where he's supposed to be the moment's always gone which <laughs> he's is always why, late yeah. late in arriving anywhere or or does something completely unexpected that, that they haven't planned and this yeah, is this yeah. is why the players get on his case during the game Because yeah, he yeah. fucks the whole uh, the whole kind of planned movement to pieces it's it's yeah, i mean yeah. other than all of that i mean i you know what you know watching it um well, watching the last few games he's been playing in, but he just looks like a little boy lost, Marco. He, he just looks, you know, literally like a little boy lost on that it's on It's the that two pitch. of them,
0: him and Brozier, bo- two, both two little boy lost. Sorry, no, Marco I don't
2: think Brozier does. Brozier just looks like he's lost his mojo, which is what, what has happened. But, I mean, you know, Brozier looks like a bloke who knows that he used to be able to play football, doesn't know why he can't anymore but, but Mudric just looks like a little boy lost. He looks like a, a kid from school who's got, got a chance to play for Chelsea on in a raffle or something. Like, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing here? He doesn't... He, I mean, it's, it's pitiful, man. I have to say. Marco, I'd love to win that raffle. <laughs> I'd
0: love it. You would
3: look the
2: same. Sorry, Mark. go on.
3: No, no, no. I was just going to say, I mean, it kind of... Just going back to Brozier first, I think, I think it was the Fulham game where he got subbed off on the halfway line... Uh, in front of the West stand and he had to walk all the way around the back of the Matthew Harding to the East stand, um, to the technical area. And he was kind of like, he was getting applauded and he was sort of like looking at the ground and clapping his hands. And I was just, I felt sorry for the lad. Um, But Mudry, you know, I mean, it's insane if you think about it that we kind of gazumped Arsenal for him um, maybe I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the thought process was behind that. Whether it was just um, egg barley and bowley flexing their financial, yeah, dick, dick
2: measuring contest. Wasn't well, it you
3: good? know, I, I just wonder if there was an element to it. Um, but I it was interesting the fact that Arsenal, you know, were in for him. Um, so you know, if he hadn't come to Chelsea, he, w- he would be at Arsenal, and you wonder, you know, would he? How would he have got on with Lego Head um, in in that side? Uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, I've never, you know, I was surprised when he was signed. You know, he, he, we all know he, very limited amount of first team football in a vastly inferior league. Um, yet, a lot of potential. And obviously fits that Boley egg barley mould of buying kids with a lot of potential for ridiculous amounts of money. Um but, you know, is is he actually showing what the flaws are in that yeah, particular totally. system? Uh, Marco
2: spot spot on three gold stars. Absolutely right. Because you know, I, I don't want to write him off, you know. Dino says on, uh, on Mixler, you know, we've been down this route before. I mean, I remember how shit De Bruyne used to look for us. I didn't remember how shit Salah was for us. You know, and I, I mean, I would be prepared to wait. But the trouble is, what we need is somebody who can do it now. And the fucking club have gone off and bought players who are going to have to wait for a few years before they're any good. We can't afford to wait. We need them to be good now. And the supporters need them to be good now because we pay good money to go and watch them every week. Get fed up with us playing like shit half the time. You know that's the flaw in the plan, mate. You know it's but all right I mean, for the it's right for the billionaires to have a bit of a spunk up because they want a bit of a giggle for the next few years. It's different for us. We live and breathe it, mate.
3: I think that it's it's a gamble though, isn't it? The the, the gamble is that when De Bruyne, well, he he went abroad, didn't he, for a bit before he came back to Man City. But with both De Bruyne and Salah, when when they went to Liverpool and um, Manchester City, they, they had a few more miles on the clock. Did, but
2: uh, well, they also after us, they went to Roma and uh, yeah, exactly. And, but that's uh, the other also, one in Germany.
3: They also went Bremen. They also yeah. went so, into teams that you know had had experienced players in them, and yeah. you know that the, the the problem at Chelsea is, and you know, I mean. You know, Thiago Silva's is 733 years old. But, you know, I mean, kind of, if you, if you take Silva out of the equation, you've kind of got, I don't know, Raheem Sterling's not a kid, is he? Um, but it, it is that kind of gamble where you've just got a lot of unproven players at the high level um, all, all starting games together. Um, and you know, like we, I don't know whether we were on air when we were saying about kind of um, you know we we be, we become the average of the average uh, in in terms of you know levels drop if if there's not you know consistently high performers you know doing it every week and you know where you talk where you are like where you're not guaranteed a game not because the the manager can't figure out who his best players are but because you've got you know 11 players there who are who are going to play in every game because they're the best players and they demonstrate that every week and we we don't have that Cole I mean Cole Palmer has been brilliant for Chelsea but you know even he's like a bit of a wayward as it has a few wayward moments in games and that's a lot of responsibility he's carrying for for his age because there's you know the weight of expectation is on him. You know, I mean, he's been played through the middle. Um, and I think he's a brilliant player. And what a, you know, to, to get him um, kind he of... was a
0: third choice, wasn't he, Marco? Weren't we after the, the Arsenal? Well, yeah. And then the yeah. boy from Palace, we couldn't get either of them. So we put in a bid for, for him yeah. and he turned out be than any of them.
3: Exactly. Um, you know, maybe he is the real deal. I mean, I I, I think he's got... The ability to, you know, be a real player for Chelsea for for a considerable period of time, and he seems quite, was well, tempting fate here with Chelsea players, but he seems quite, you know, he's he's quite robust, isn't he? Um, doesn't look like the sort of player that's going to start picking up silly injuries, um, but we, we just don't have enough of that, and Mudrick is kind of you know, he's that that player that isn't the finished article and you wonder what the finished article is going to look like, you know, when he's two or three years older. But in that period of time where we're playing four or five players who aren't quite at the, the level they should be, that's half your team. And, you know, you can't do that against... I mean, it'd be interesting, the Liverpool game on Wednesday is going to be a real barometer of where exactly this Chelsea team is under Poggettino because I'm tired of all the excuses about injuries and, you know, the team in transition and all this nonsense. Indeed. You know, this, this is what Boley and Egg barley wanted um, and sooner or later, they, they need to kind of step up to the mark as a team. Um, otherwise, we're just going to be, well, bring around seventh, eighth, ninth. I uh, would
2: argue that, that to do that, they have to, uh, you know, they have to. I mean, you know, we talk about Mudrick, you know, maybe he needs a good long loan out somewhere, blah, 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 blah. But they need to correct possibly the two worst signings in Chelsea's history ever. And that's Winstanley and Stewart. They need to yeah. be They need to be gone, banished back to mediocrity from whence they came. Um. Anyway, let's not go down that. Uh, alleyway right now. Uh, I thought it was very interesting, isn't it? Because you, you, as you were both saying a minute ago, you know, Brozier and Mudrick came on on 77 minutes and Chelsea were clinging on for grim death thereafter. Because, like I said, right at the top, you know, it was like playing with nine men when they came on. And, uh, I think you're also right that, uh, Maduecki and Sterling had done a pretty good job that night. JK. Yes. Thank you. Um, was, uh, was the ref Taylor in disguise? Uh
0: no. I, I I just think he was, and I don't think anybody could be as crap as Taylor. I mean, oh, did you see how Taylor managed to um, miss the foul that the Maidstone player did just before their second goal? Do you see it? There was a he, the bloke just grabbed the other guy's shirt, and Taylor was next to him, and he played on. And you'd have thought also VAR would have leapt in and said, uh, actually, um, there was a foul just before the goal was scored. But no. And the, everybody went on, what a wonderful story is Maidstone beating Ipswich. Well, they, they got the goal because somebody was taken out next to the referee. So Taylor never, ever fails to make a decision in a game that alters the, the complexity of the game, that alters the result. He never, ever, ever fails. It, it is it is remarkable how inept that man is. But anyway, um, uh, I thought he made a couple of decisions, the ref, because he couldn't see. It was pretty obvious that there was somebody in his way. So he did that ref's thing of thinking, I I know what I'm doing, I'm in charge. And he wasn't backed up by the assistants, who are always, as always nowadays, just all they're trying to do is work out whether it's offside or not. So they're just chasing the the players and backwards and forwards. But uh, I'm not looking at refs at the moment and thinking they're all dreadful. I'm looking at them and thinking they're not. They're not really thinking it through. I think lots of the time they wait for VAR to tell them, and they would prefer to play on in a situation and be and be um, told they've made a wrong decision by VAR. So in a sense, they're taking they're abnegating responsibility. Um, and yet, I would prefer that to happen, and they get the decision right. But frequently they will. Wait for VAR and nothing happens, and VAR seem to go with their original on-field decision. So there is a, there is a, um, uh, a, 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 what's the way? What's the word to way to say it? There is a, um, both sets of referees are almost thinking along the, along the wrong lines. They should both be backing each other up, and they don't. One waits for the other. One is saying, "I think I may have got that wrong, but we'll play on, and you tell me." And the other one is saying. Well, you, you didn't give the foul, so will it respect your on field decision? Which is just
2: bollocks in the end.
0: But I I didn't think he was dreadful. No. I, did. I just did you yeah, tell I me. I thought he was
2: awful. I just tell thought he got so many decisions wrong. He was an irritating ref. He he was clearly enjoying his, you know, day in the spotlight. He was having his day out. I wish he could have fucked off home after about five minutes. I mean, how did he miss the stamp on bloody uh, Tiago Silva from McGinn and he gave it the other way. Gave Tiago a yellow card
0: because it was yellow. This is the, the dreadful anomaly of them not making a VAR not being able to 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 overrule. So I actually thought VAR should have come in for that. I, I when I was there, I had no idea it happened. I couldn't see it. It was only when I got home and watched it. But yes, but VAR should have should have come in and said actually um, he could have been sent off for that. Because it's a stamp. Yeah, I agree. But then where were they? What the fuck is that? Why didn't because he obviously didn't see it. This is why I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there. I know he was nearby, but he couldn't have seen it because he gave it the other way. Now, VAR is there to correct that kind of thing. And the fact that they didn't means they've gone with his on field decision. But why? Because it was a stamp by um, what's his name? Okay. Um Again, it was a decent player, very decent player, but, but he puts it about. That's p- part of the thing, one of the things he does. Well,
2: I mean, basically, um, he, didn't, he didn't stamp on Tiago. He kind of, no, it, he it, stu- he studded him in the shin on his follow through, but that's yeah. still, you can still get sent off for that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah frequently are, yeah. yeah. The foul should have been the other way, definitely. But once again, they, they tend not to, if they make a decision themselves and think, well, no, that was fair enough, they go with it, don't they? They don't know anything about yellow cards. They need to pass a law that a yellow card can similarly just be Overturn. They need to do it in the same way. I'll keep going on about this. Goalkeeper palms the ball over for a corner and the goalkeeper and the, the assistant give a goal kick. It, they, it's in seconds that they can just say, oh, I agree. no, in his ear, no, it's a corner.
2: It's Why a corner, don't they do ooh, It's a corner. Ooh, it's I had a, a bloke in front
0: of me the other day at the, uh, the Borough game who actually said, "Ooh, it's a corner. <laughs> ooh, it's a corner. And I said to him, Mate, mate, he was four away. I said, mate, man after my own heart. I said, fantastic. May I do that with you? And he said, I'd love you to, mate. And the corner came. He looked at me, turned around, he said, but he didn't go, ooh, it's a corner, ooh, it which was what we used to. He went, ooh, it's a corner. And I joined in with him. And both of us went, and once again. <laughs> once again, everybody laughed. As always. Love it. Love it, love it. Once again. Once again. <laughs> once again.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's like that that's almost like uh Roly Roly Barkin sign off in the far show, and I was very very drunk at the time. <laughs> and once again everybody laughed. Yeah, I love it. Again, I yeah. love it.
0: Thinking, but no, thinking we were dicks. I mean, is <laughs> what they're, doing. they're not laughing because they're thinking, oh, jolly japes. They're thinking, oh, a couple Twats. of Dicks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Love it, mate. Well, I don't know. I thought I thought the ref was a prick anyway. That's for sure. Well, yeah,
0: no, but I'm, I'm, I keep going on about this. It's just it's the relation between them and VAR. I mean, yeah. it's when they get when Taylor plays on with an absolutely dreadful decision that's when I lose it. But in these instances, I just think that they're just they're just not on top of it or they can't see it properly. And you just think. I mean, on one occasion he did that thing of play on, play on. You thought there was obviously yeah, a foul there. Linesman's ignored him, and the, and the and you think well. What's going to happen? Will it go back to VAR? Eventually, it probably would have done, but they played on nothing happened. You know? They're
2: not good enough. Anyway, um, you know, all in all, uh, as I said, I, I thought there were, there were signs of progress uh, in that match. I thought it was, you know, we were on the front foot. We were pressing a lot, which is the second time I've seen us do that. Kind of together, if you see what I mean, we were definitely up for it, which I've always said. In every game you play, you've got to want it more than the opposition, otherwise you're going to come across. So, I thought it was a very good performance, especially the press set pressing. The result was frustrating, which means, of course, that we have to go back up to Villa Park, uh, I think, on the seventh Marco, in a replay, and of course we have the added incentive, of course, of a home tie in the round, the next round. Against dirty Leeds. Should we win? (laughs) So can we beat Villa in the replay out there? Because they are a very different proposition up at Villa Park. You know, they're, they're, you know, nigh on unbeatable up there. So it's going to be tough. But Leeds at home, man, please don't fuck this up. Come on.
3: Leeds Leeds, Leeds have got to play a replay though, haven't they? Plymouth. Plymouth. Which um, probably isn't. Quite as cut and dried as it might be, uh, seen. I, I think I, I just want. I think this game will be um, six fifteen a.m. kickoff on on a on on the on a strike day if it's Leeds.
2: Well, on the on the West Bromwich Albion uh, Richter scale.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Spring to scale, maybe we should call it, given what happened yeah. yesterday.
3: I, I don't know. I, I I think you know, if Chelsea were gonna win that tie, they had to win it at Stamford Bridge on Friday night. Never say never, but um
2: I fear you might be right, mate. I,
3: I'm not I'm not convinced um that they might get quite because I think Villa are obviously be. A lot more match fit, yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I hey, don't know. It's
2: it's look. It's fifty fifty. Tie, isn't it? Yeah, so exactly. You know, anything uh, can happen. But it's it's gonna be a lot tougher than it was. Well, I mean, I thought it'd be tough to beat them at home, as in fact it proved. But um, this will be tougher, I think. JK, won't it? Up at up at Villa.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My my hopes aren't high about that. No. But um, well, you know, let's see, let's see. Make an early goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I don't think this team this team is quite good enough to deal with that there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they do make a racket at the Villa fans actually. They're proper fans oh. and you know, that, there's a reason why they don't get beat often at Villa Park. But you never know. Hey, I I mean this is the thing. I think that Chelsea this is the frustrating thing about this side. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that actually Chelsea are capable of beating anybody on their day. And I mean we we used to say that when we were good. But I still think that it's true now. It's just that those days are fewer and far between. Um, And every single one of our players has to play at the top of their game. And right now, with the youth in that side and the inconsistency therein, you know, it's very unlikely that you get a game where every single one of those players plays absolutely to their limit. The only time we've seen it is against City. You know, Um, but hey, stranger things have happened. Uh, Stranger things have happened... Than che- uh, the Chelsea fancast selling out. Uh, there is not a full stop after that. Selling out a Troubadour gig for our Chelsea fancast live presents at the Troubadour, and we've got another one coming up on Sunday. Sunday, the fourth of February, uh, we will be uh, me and J.K. will be doing a Q and A with the wonderful Kenny Swain, ex of Villa, of course. He went to Villa after he left us and won a European Cup, and Super Jock Finiston. Uh, most mo- both very loved, um, you know, of this parish and uh, and and slightly beyond that. Uh, Marco will remember the the Eddie Mac do, won't you? Because you were very instrumental in that, of course. The book and the uh, the book, the play or the film, you know, whatever you know, because you did a big trip. Show. yeah. You, show. You, <laughs> you did you did a, shoot. <laughs> you did a you did a
3: hang the theme tune. <laughs> <you,
2: laughs> <laughs> You did a gig there, didn't you, when you got the whole of the 76, 77 team back together, didn't you?
3: Yeah, that was um, quite a special evening with uh, the same group of lads uh, that put together the more recent 83, 84 do in the same venue. So Mark Meehan, DJ, Neil Smith, Kelvin Barker, myself, um on, on the Eddie Mack book. Yeah, um that, that was a magical evening. I, I mean to 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 get Eddie over. Um and I I still can't forget he, he he was just completely bowled over the by the fact that there was so much love for him. Um and, and it was great and it was you know it's kind of a a similar thing for the eighty three eighty four do in as much as you know, this is what the football club should be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, it shouldn't be down to... uh What's the CFC UK description? Bunch of balding, tattooed... Well, no, no, know. that was Bruce But, wasn't it? What did he call us? Uh, so uh, let me... Uh, he said it's amazing what a bunch of um, tattooed misfits <laughs> can do if they put their minds to it.
2: <laughs> That's right. Well, there you go. Well, um, J.K. and I, neither of us are tattooed, it has to be said, but uh, nor even nor even is Mark Meehan, as far as I'm aware. He's never shown it to me if he has one. Uh, it's amazing. What <laughs> we, what, we, Well, we're we having great fun putting these gigs together, and I mean, they're, I have to say they're a lot better when it's a match day. Uh, we should get more people along. Um, I should tell you people out there that we're there are a few tickets left. We've got a week to go um but there are there are there's a few tickets knocking around so you can still get one but don't don't wait too long don't don't be you know sending me a direct message on on sa- saturday saying Chidge Chidge, can i come if because it'll probably be sold out by then so get on it now
3: i, I, I can i just champion the work that you two do J, um, jk and chidge uh, i i think these events at the troubadour i think it's a it's a fun if you haven't been to one of these events and you've got a mate and you're at a loose end after the wolves game get yourself down there because it, it's just a fantastic little venue you can have a drink um and jk and Chidge, uh bang on form and normally the guests are as well um and and it's just really really entertaining um to hear what you know these guys have to say, who've you know got a history with Chelsea Football Club, and and also equally interesting for those that um, had careers uh, away from Chelsea. You know, it's just interest. If you're interested in football and you know anecdotal stories from way back when, um, it, it, these are really special events. So I recommend you get yourself a ticket and go. If you can't make this one go to the next one don't know what the next one will be but um yeah i, I, I just think they're great
2: well there you yeah, go
0: i say how, how little work i do because it, it's it's Hitch <laughs> and uh and ian solo and uh mark who get it all together and i just turn up and get all emotional
3: and uh well that's because you're an
2: actor we expect nothing less from you man just turn <laughs> up and he, get I'm, emotional
3: not me needs a credit doesn't he he does i said mark just then i said mark yeah, yeah. He he's hitting's the He's he, he I, Mark mean he he's almost an agent, isn't he now?
2: He is. He's yeah. like what's the guy? Monster, monster, monster. Cigar, cigar, yeah, cigar. Yeah, Eric Hall. He, he is the Eric Eric Hall. <laughs> yeah, he is the Eric Hall of the Chelsea fan cast, isn't he?
3: <laughs> no, he's the only man with Nigel Spackman on speed dial. We <laughs> <laughs>
2: still haven't got Spackers on. We need to get Spackers <laughs> on. Because, yeah, because yeah, he See,
3: he'd be. He'd be. Re- he's actually quite a really interesting guy. Yeah. Very funny, uh, but you know he's had a career away from Chelsea, and it's just—I just think that you know, like we love to hear all the old stories about Chelsea, but we've heard a lot of them before, and uh, you know, it's—it's kind of nice just to hear stories about times that other—you know—it's just more, makes it more interesting. I think if oh, a player's cool. had a big career. Um, Kenny
0: Swain, for example, you know, obviously yeah, exactly. won the won the European Cup with Villa, and then and then played for Pompey when they got um, yeah uh, under Alan Ball when they got promoted. That must have been very interesting, and has become a top coach. So he's a he's got a really
2: excellent. Yeah. Story to ask Listen, of I've got breaking news from Mixler uh, Eddie Eddie Mac B A W A, who may or may not be Mark Meehan. I couldn't possibly <laughs> reveal that. He says I'm working on Spackers and Eddie Nizvecki. So back yeah, as an Eddie the,
3: double A. Hey, hey. Well Eddie isn't, isn't Eddie at a loose end now.
2: I don't know. He was coaching, wasn't he? Me I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's he's been doing a lot know. of that. I mean with with Hughesy a lot, wasn't he? But uh, Hughesy's last seen at Bradford, I think, wasn't he? But uh, anyway, yeah, um that will be the next one, hopefully. Uh I can tell you this for nothing, that that, that if there's a two o'clock kickoff on a Sunday the Chelsea fan cast will be doing a Troubadour gig after the match. So there you go. And as is this one. I mean, you know, the match is two o'clock against Wolves on Sunday. You'll be done by about four. Doors open at the Troubadour about four. We'll kick off about somewhere between half four and five, I suspect. Um, but it should be great fun. If you if you were around in the 70s, um, then Kenny Swain and, and Jock Finiston were a very big part of that side. Um, I wasn't really. It was a bit, um, a bit too, bit too young for that. So it'd be quite interesting for me. J.K. will be doing a bit of work on Sunday because he would have seen these boys play regular, like, unlike me. I'm going to
0: be asking lots of questions. Kenny Swain is one of my favourite players. Well,
2: there we go. We're in, we're in chidge Heaven, if that's the case, because I, I, I will not be as knowledgeable as I usually am. But uh, they, you know, they had a real to part, play in Chelsea's history. Kenny went on to do greater things. It has to be said. Um, but there we go. So come along, please come along. You will not regret it. There's good beer there, good people. This is quite an intimate venue. There's only about fifty, fifty-five people you can squeeze in. So you will get a chance to ask a question if you want to. There's no standing on ceremony. It is, after all, us lot. Like most of the fancast boys will be there as well. Marco will be there. Uh, Mark Meehan will be there. Dan Silver, all the usual crowd. So uh, you know, do come along and have a have a drink with us and a, and enjoy a really good post-match because let's face it, who doesn't like a good post-match. Now the tickets are available at ticketweb.uk and you know Facebook, uh, Instagram Twitter, I've got it pinned wherever you need to find it. I will do it again three or four times this week to encourage you to go and buy a ticket and come down. You will not regret it. So there you go. Right. Well done for the plugs gentlemen. You were very very excellent. We're going to have a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to preview Wednesday night's match against Liverpool. Cheech. J.K.
3: Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football
0: Fancast. Proper Chelsea. FootballFancast.com.
2: Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast, part two of uh, the Monday Night Show, uh, which is half uh, review tonight and half preview because we're going to talk about. The Liverpool versus Chelsea match which is on Wednesday night in a minute. I am of course Stamford Chidge, and I am joined by the very funny Jonathan Kidd. Oh, Chidge! <laughs> You've been amusing oh, us. You've been amusing us in the halftime lemon break, mate.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. Occasionally, I yeah. manage to. The old amusement gland works occasionally from time to time.
2: Indeed, Nice when your glands work, mate. Uh, Lovely. And we've also got the absolutely brilliant, lovely one. I mean, J.K. was right, actually, in part one. Marco Worrell is one of the nicest people you will find and meet on the Chelsea beat. And it's always a delight and a pleasure to have him on the show with us.
3: Thank you for having me on your show.
2: It's always a pleasure mate i i' I've noticed the last time you on you you had you you sent a nice little tweet out to us, thanking us for being on a, on your show you said, and I think I replied, marco, it's our show not your not not my show it's all of our show
3: yes, yes,
0: absolutely.
2: so there we go. never let it be said uh right liverpool v chelsea uh wednesday night uh a match which you know, on, on, the, on one hand, kind of fills us with a bit of dread, I suppose, but actually there are many reasons why it shouldn't. Now, here's the thing. The first thing on the running order here is J.K.'s presser summary, which there might be a fatal flaw in this, that the presser is not until tomorrow. <laughs> Am I right, J.K.?
0: Absolutely correct.
2: Yes, indeed. <laughs> so we'll skip over that one then, shall we? Unless you want to make it up now. I did, I'd did. Yes. i asked you to make it up on Friday when you hadn't seen it, or Thursday when you hadn't seen it, but you refused. Yes, so. but,
0: well, but I could say that he was very chipper and up for it, and he's saying they're a very tough team. And uh, um, he was asked a whole series of questions about fitness of the side, and he said "And Kunku wasn't ready yet, but he, he'd be on the bench. And he'd said that... Uh, um,
2: Gusto uh, was a bit blowy.
0: Gusto uh, was a bit yeah, windy, but he would uh, um, he'd be on the bench as well. Um, uh, and um, uh, and uh, excuse me, Colwell wasn't quite ready yet because of his um, he was still having an awareness of his hamstring. Um, but I expect he will be saying all of these things, and I think he'll be pleased with the performance against um, uh, Villa and, and probably would say we need to be more clinical in front of goal. Um, and um, I Basically think
3: what he said the last time.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what I'm just repeating what he said the last time. But my my fear is that he will repeat the the, the blatant lie that he said about Mudrick, that he deliberately taken Mudrick off after the first half. Uh, because he'd got a yellow card, and the reality, of course, was that he was completely stinking the place out. Yes, um, um, but well, let's okay. see how we... I, I basically, I have no idea what he'll say. No, but no. I'm...
2: Apart from the same old bollocks, basically. Yeah, yeah, but that was what I
0: said. All the bollocks yeah, exactly. that
2: stuff he uh, normally. Took. In, in which case, we will go straight to uh, the Chidge's team selection. Uh, which, oh, 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 oh yes, oh, indeed. Oh, 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 now, oh. of course, I'm I'm running the similar risk. Uh, as J.K. trying to second-guess uh, Potch's press for tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to try and second-guess the team without knowing what the state of affairs are, is with injury. But here we go. This is what I'm going to go with. I'm going to assume that Chilwell, who only had about half an hour on... Uh, on uh, When when did we play them? What day? The fucking Friday. Right. So he would have had a few days rest. So I'm going to assume that he's going to pick him at left-back. I'm going to assume that Colwell's uh, hamstring is not serious and he's fit to start, which means that Petrovic obviously is in goal, uh, Silva will play, and De will be at right back because I don't think that um, Gusto Gusto will be filled. But, I mean, you know, who knows? If Colwell and Chile don't play, then we could be back to where we were against Villa, so you could have Badia Schiel as the left-back, Silva, De as centre-backs and Gilchrist at right-back. Now, I wouldn't have too much problem with Gilchrist at right-back. I, I think he's a good little player. I like him. He's very calm. You don't often get that with kids, but he's calm. He, may, he makes the odd rick. He made a couple of ricks uh, against Villa, but, you know, th- he was getting bailed out. And, I mean, that's kind of what you want. Like when we made like, like Desazi and Badia Shield made, Ricks Petrovic bailed them out. That's what you want from a good team. So... I don't mind the old Rick or two; it happens. But uh, I'm going to go with Chilwell, Colwell, Silver, and Dzarsia as our back four. Uh, we need our, we need, we need um, you know, you need a strong midfield against Liverpool. So you've got to play Fernandes, Caicedo, and Gallagher, which I think he will. Now, I have picked Sterling, Palmer, and Madueki up front. I've basically gone with what he went with against Villa, and and it pains me to do this because I don't want to see Palmer playing as the false number nine it's a waste of his talents um but frankly as i said earlier on i think mudrick and brosia are unpickable at the moment no manager in his right mind would pick either of those two at the moment so you can't pick them in which case without jackson around what else do you do i mean I, you know they are those players are playing well they're in form uh that's what we've got to do. So, Sterling, Palmer and uh, Maduecki. I mean, the one thing I would say is that, I mean, Maduecki, you know, I think Palmer can probably play from a bit deeper, which might uh, be quite good. I mean, Liverpool play with quite a high line. I mean, this is the other thing. It's so annoying. Liverpool play with a high line. Perfect for Brozier and, Mad- uh, and and Mudrick, you would have thought. Yes, it would be if either of them could actually fucking play football. So, I'm a bit hamstrung. A bit like, I'm a bit Colwell with the team selection but that's what I'm going for jk um if you remember i agreed
0: with you completely last time you and did. We, we we were almost absolutely right so the the uh the slightly off the wall predictions from our guests at the time i think mark came up with something that was um um uh, interesting interesting but i felt was ultimately because there were four of us on the the program weren't there when we when we we, we did the
2: um the, me dan the... you and mark
0: Absolutely. And they came up with with alternatives. I think they were convinced that Chilwell would would start um, and we weren't, um, which, of course, he didn't. Um, But I think he will start now because he's given him the... He he, he said he didn't want him to play three games in a... um, uh, Sorry, um, a game within three days. So that's why he put him on the bench and brought him on. But I think now he'll start him. I don't think Colwell will be fit from his tweak. so I think he'll play uh um I think Shill has to play then doesn't he play instead of Colwell there um uh and yeah Desa- uh, or do they push across does does this the silver play on the left and then uh De- plays yeah 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 and then we'll have Gilchrist as you say um really looking good really looking you can trust him he's very very competitive fit terrific personality um and i love it when a player as i said youth comes in and plays well and you think yeah there's there's somebody you can rely on And i'm intrigued to see if um um uh what's his name cassidy will actually have anything to do in this because he may very well come on as a sub
2: only if he's playing with the partridge family mate very clever very clever
0: but how can you be shortage sure, <laughs>
2: there are things that i know that other people don't okay okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I love you. Um, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> anyway, the, the triumph triumvirate of Fernandez, uh, Casado, uh, Casado, and Gallica is working for me. I really do yeah, think yeah. I thought Gallica played out of his skin against Villa. He non-stop like, a terrier, and I just. He was he was terrific, really terrific. Still get know,
3: too much sorry. abuse. No, no, he still gets far too much abuse
2: from who? Yeah. though, Marco. From who? Oh no, I
3: mean, I mean, just in general. On uh...
2: nobody, nobody in that stadium was giving him abuse. Oh, no, no,
3: no. I, I accept that. I Accept that. I, I don't understand. I don't understand the criticism he gets online, though. Yeah, but I. Yeah, it's, I
2: mean, like, so, one that, half of me. That, one. That, one that, half, that, sorry, go on, mate. Go on.
3: Oh no no I was just saying is it is it kind of just people trying to make a name for themselves. Well,
2: uh <laughs> one half of me doesn't understand it either but the professional half of me does and could bore you senseless with psychopathological reasons why this shit fuck fuckery goes on but I'm not going to.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let me carry on uh, cuz uh, Fernandez for me is playing um 50% better than he has been Fernandez. I think uh I think there's a as a as a triumph it's, it? it's really working yeah. yeah much better so you that's why I'm looking at it and thinking I love the progress but as you say Chidge, you look at broyer and mudric and you think there's been absolutely no progress I'm I'm so disappointed in mudric because I really thought he was going to improve and I thought he would be the bee's knees because he's the quickest player in the sodding universe but that's all he can do and he's got we said earlier on he's got no football brain at all so Oh hum. um yes uh, i agree as well i think sterling has to play because he played excellently medweke is getting better and better and uh, uh, and palmer whether whether it ends up with that with palmer actually being the the false nine but he, he he's um he's he's good enough palmer to uh, to 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 play in that role it just is as as you said marco um the pressure on him to to be the best player is enormous uh, at 20 and um he's missed too many opportunities. He should have scored twice. The worst was the the one where Martinez kicked the ball out and it hit him on the back and went up in the air. And he mm. could have he could have taken a
2: touch, yeah, definitely.
0: But he, but he he went for volleying it, which yeah, time he had, didn't he? And the other thing did. is,
2: if he'd have, if he'd have taken his time to bring it down, he might well have got fouled from behind and got a penalty.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was the wrong wrong choice. And there
2: we go. He's young. He's going to happen, but he's, he's more young. good than not, isn't he? That's oh sure. no, no. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. He's.
0: He, he he's for the future as well because he he he's got a cockiness about him that that you you've got to admire because he is a terrific player. So
2: yeah, so there we go. So it sounds like you approve of my team selection, Marco. Does it get the thumbs up from uh, from you?
3: Yeah, I, I I've got a I don't know. I've got a I've got a horrible feeling he might start Brozier as centre forward.
2: Well, you know what? I, I, yeah. I,
3: I, I just think he might do. Um... I
2: would rather he started Brozier than Mudrick, actually, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, honestly, every fibre of my being wanted to pick Mudrick and Brozier. But having seen how beyond awful they've been in the last two games, I just I just don't think any manager in their right mind could... I mean, it would be the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing expecting a different result. Because Brozier's just, you know, his confidence is on the floor. And Mudrick is, as I said, he's a lost little boy. He's, like, completely overwhelmed at the moment. And they do do more harm than good when they're like that. As I said, it was no coincidence to me that when they came on against Villa, Villa suddenly, you know, became dominant, you know. And I think it's because it was like playing with nine men. You can't be doing that against Liverpool. You really can't.
3: I think think the alarming thing about Liverpool is... um... Trent and Andy Robertson are both going to start that game. Um, they're both back, aren't they? they? Had a, I think they had a run out against Norwich in the cup. Um, so that brings a different dynamic to a team that aren't doing too badly at all without Mo Salah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just think this is going to be a real test of character. Um, I hope Gilchrist plays because um, if he has a good game, to have a good game at Anfield, um, then we know we've got a player there. The flip side of that is it could go horribly wrong, um, and if if that side gets humiliated, um, it's difficult. But you you kind of, I'm, I'm just hopeful. I like JK highlighted it really well that sort of triumvirate of Caicedo Fernandez and Gallagher um can hold things together in the middle of the park. Uh we've we've got a chance, but we can't we can't afford not that Liverpool are going to score. So we cannot afford not to take our chances that we create um on on this occasion. Well, it won't end up
2: nil. I might have something to say about that in a minute, actually. But before we do, uh, yeah, I take your point about Robinson, uh, and uh, and uh, Trent, uh, Alexander Arnold, uh, being back. But of course, JK, you know, no, no Mo Salah, surely that will make some difference. As in, it doesn't
0: appear to have done, is it? Mm,
2: well, no, but he's often that you know, terrorized us in the past. I mean, equally, we've had him in our pocket in the past, so. You know, I don't think he's been always brilliant for them against us and always dominant. I think we've, we've we had it. We do raise
0: our game against Liverpool. We have to say yeah. that. We've, well, we
2: did earlier on, didn't we? All opportunity at the
0: beginning of the season against yeah. them. In fact, it created a bit of a false dawn, didn't it, really? But it did,
2: because we thought, well, um, I mean, we can't. I mean, I, I thought they were a bit pony then, and I think they've been pony most of the season, and yet they, there they are, top of the bloody league. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they, they do
0: rely heavily on the, um, the press, the... Uh, and then the the long ball down the pitch, which actually always used to be to to Salah, but it um it seems to work with um, uh, what's his face seems to have gotten better. Well, Nunes um, is Nunes, is, is, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Nunes definitely looks like yeah Darwin. The, Darwin, the, the
2: Darwinian effect.
3: Tottenham's a really good player.
2: Who? Jota. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Jota a good player. Nunes has come into his own this season. What's the other Jota one? Jota was an
3: inspired
0: signing, actually, Jota, because he's from Wolves. He just he got better and better. What's the he other doesn't, one? doesn't bring him off. He doesn't bring him on. Um, The, the number seven, what's his face? Um, uh, He's oh, from
2: South America, isn't he?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The number seven
0: is... Um, Diaz. Diaz, that's the one. Yeah, 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 Luis Diaz. He's a terrific... But yeah. the, that new place is, is sort of hit and miss, but appears to be hitting a bit more yeah, at the he's, moment.
2: Yeah, he's got, he's got some form. Um, so who knows I mean I wonder I wonder if this will make a difference as well because we can't really you know um, not mention this considering every other media outlet, including those yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest have mentioned the fact that we should be saying RIP Jurgen Klopp uh, you, yes, you you, I thought, you mean I hang on hang, on hang on hang on he hasn't died I thought he died jk
0: I've ruined your joke No no you uh, haven't
2: at all you 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 added to it in some bizarre way Has he died um, Has my joke uh, died?
0: Yeah, your joke died. I'm afraid. <laughs> R.I.P.
2: Chidge's joke.
0: <laughs> yes. Jonathan preempting it by shouting,
2: "Sorry." You just, you just, you've just been, you know, mudric to my Enzo Fernandez. There, really, haven't you?
0: Yes, yes. yes. No, I think it's it's mudric to your uh, Alexis McAllister, oh. and I think Alexis McAllister robbed me and uh, played a 40-yard ball down the down the pitch to uh, Nunes, who scored. I think that's what happened.
2: Anyway, look, all seriousness, Klopp announcing he's going has caused consternation uh, amongst the the dear dear Scouse folk who are in mourning as we speak, are demanding time off from work to recover and, and grieve for the rest of it. Um, I mean, look, here's the thing. I can't stand him. I, I I wish I'd done a, you know, banana splits T-shirt with his likeness on it instead of uh, bingo or fleagle or whatever it was. Um, that irks me. I mean, everything about him irks me a lot, you know, pumping them up and just being quite nasty underneath. There's a, there's a nasty underbelly. But I tell you one thing you cannot deny. He has been a perfect manager for Liverpool and that city, and he's a bloody good manager. I mean, he may not have won as much as uh, Shankly and, and Bill Paisley, and, oh, sorry, Bob Paisley and all of that lot. But, I, I mean, he's done a fantastic job for them. So, I... I was delighted when I heard the news he was leaving. Because, exactly. Yeah, I thought that's brilliant because hopefully
3: Liverpool flow. Yeah,
2: because they will be they will be worse without him. You know, I mean, there's no no chance of them not being worse without him because you cannot replace somebody like Jurgen Klopp. A bit like. You know, I mean, actually, we did it right when Mourinho went, funnily enough. But, I mean, look, for me, it's the same as when Wenger left Arsenal, Fergie left United. I think it will have that. And when Pep leaves City, it will have that effect. So, fucking happy days. It gives us all a chance. Chaotic. It's
0: become chaotic. And also, Van Dyke appears to want to be leaving as well. So,
2: Yeah, well, they're all getting a bit old. Uh, you know, uh, Salah will be off to S- Saudi Arabia. Van Dyck will, will go as well. You know, so there are changes afoot. So, uh, le fin de siècle, as they would say in France. I would imagine. Um, Yes,
0: they would say that. Yes, exactly. But,
2: uh, you know, so I think he's been great for them. And one needs to respect that. But uh, it's bloody great news for everybody else he's going. But the thing is, will it make a difference, JK? I mean, you know what the Scousers are like. Any any chance for a bit of emotion and passion and grief. They they could be well up for it on uh, Wednesday, particularly against us, because it's, you know, there's a bit of enmity there anyway.
3: I don't
0: think it changes anything. I think they're always up for it against us. So whether he's leaving or not, I think every game they'll have some kind of needle with it, of wanting him to win, and they'll want to win the title for him, won't they? That's the point, and he'll want to win it for uh, for everyone else. You have to admire his ability to to, as in this instance, he's got rid of all the players and all the the youth he's brought in, and um, Elliot and um and uh, what's his name, Bradley, the 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 winger, what not the winger, the fullback, what's his name, Bradley. Uh, I can't remember his body well, now.
2: Curtis Jones as well. He's another good player. Yeah, Curtis
0: Jones and the um and that even that bloke Endo's a decent player. I, thought, I
2: thought he went to Saudi Arabia. What Endo? Yeah. And now yeah. he's
0: at Ajax. And oh, it's a, yes. It's very clever, George. <laughs>
2: it's all right. I'm wasted on you, Honestly, that was,
0: was, that was. No, I've got it now.
2: While we're on this subject, I was oh, mo- I was moaning to yeah. somebody in the pub, either uh, before the Middlesbrough match or the villa match saying that they were saying how much they loved the show and laughed a lot about it i said i know I said, they miss half of my jokes and they said oh really i said yeah i said I, we were talking about labia the other day and i said to, J- I said to jk you know that pl- what you know the player labia and jk wasn't listening clearly i said he's a bit of a fanny <laughs> yeah. completely yeah. over his head mate totally yeah. missed
0: it." i hadn't heard the b I, I heard clearly not. i heard the b yeah clearly and also not. i i pronounce it labia <laughs> oh,
2: do you? you say labia, yeah. I say labia. Let's call yeah. the whole thing yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, who's that player, Bradley? What? Who's the fullback? Bradley, Bradley Walsh. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he's not. Bradley not Cooper. Is that him?
2: Bradley Wiggins.
0: I can't, I can't bloody old. <laughs> he's the football. I've run out full-back.
2: of. I've run out of Bradleys. Playing Brad- really well. Bradley, Bradley Allen. Them. Bradley Allen. He was a footballer.
0: He probably won't be playing, will he? Because it'll be. <laughs> How uh, about Robert Connor Bradley? he's on the left. How is about it Conor
2: Bradley? Is it Conor Bradley? Yeah, I'm cheating. I'm looking at Mixler. They know they're onions, unlike us. Yeah, yeah, Conor Bradley. He's a
0: decent player as well. So they get, he's got lots of... The fact that he's reshaped the team and come up with a, a, a side that is top oh, of the list. Like
3: bollocks about Liverpool 2.0 then. Fucking hell. What a load of wank. <laughs> well, honestly, it's just like <laughs> dribble that's been written about Klopp since... That story broke. <laughs> Fucking hell! I mean, like, yeah, it is. I agree. There wouldn't have been as many headlines about Jesus dying on the cross. <laughs> Honestly, it's ridiculous. He is, he is like
0: a deity, isn't he? He's come like that, isn't well,
3: he? Well, yeah. oh, in Liverpool,
0: it's wouldn't it be a great, great coup if, if if he then um got signed by a London club? um uh, The end. He's after- going to be the next
3: Germany manager, isn't he?
0: Is that what it's going to be? A brief
3: Yeah, gonna be he's gonna be the next Germany manager, and Alonso's gonna leave Leverkusen at the and end. Of go the-
2: to go to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that'll go tits up. That won't work. You watch. You mark my words. Hopefully. Mark my Lonzo! words. Alonso! Alonso! <laughs> Alonso! <laughs> uh, there we go. So you don't think it's gonna make a difference to us on, on Wednesday, then, Marco? Do you think it might make a difference? Will they be a bit more pumped up?
3: I think I think obviously the famous anfield 12th man they'll have the microphones closer to the to the cop won't they the 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 tv and go. oh listen listen to the magnificent anfield choir venerating as it's
2: piped in through the pa
3: yeah exactly (laughs) that yeah yeah what a load of bollocks i mean honestly special anfield nights we're going to get it all
2: well you know what needs to happen a bit like uh was what a- you need
3: to happen is cole palmer to get chelsea to get a penalty in the first minute and cole palmer to send Allison the wrong way in front of the cop yeah. that'll shut the fuckers up
2: yes it will well remember that I can't remember when it was but there it was it's a few years back but there was a wonderfully determined and collective effort by the chelsea faithful to sing chelsea 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 all the way through you'll never walk alone and it it actually drowned it out. It was a it was a thing of utter beauty. That needs to happen again. I have a feeling it might have been uh the year when we went up there and Gerard slipped and uh you know, Mourinho
0: I remember it happening the year the year before that, a couple of yeah. years before as well.
2: Yeah. it definitely the needs was that.
0: There. The effort was always there to try and do yeah.
2: that. But I think a really concerted effort for everybody who's going up there, uh, uh on Wednesday needs to be needs to be made. Sadly it won't be me, I have to work so I'm banned from away games. But uh, Yes, anyway, how, how we, how's it going to go, J.K.? How do we see it going? Uh, I
0: think it'll be a bit draw, 1-1. One, one.
2: Well, actually, you know what? Because Marco was talking about uh, Liverpool in uh, a bit like, wonderful, what was it? Um, Brian Jones, Peter, Peter Jones, can't remember. Uh, Liverpool must score! Liverpool must score! Well, not necessarily, Marco. Uh, the last five games between us, we've had 1-1, one, one, at the bridge in September. The four before that were nil-nil, 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 nil-nil. And going back before even that, uh, you know, I mean, basically, it was 1-1 in 21. It was 1-0 to us up there, last time we won, actually, up there in 2021. Then we had the frank uh, frank kind of, you know, weirdness uh, when we lost 5-3 uh, 2 0, we lost up there in 2019. Then there were another three draws 1 1, 1 1. one. So historically, Liverpool Chelsea matches, whether they're up there or down here, have been utter snooze fests with very few goals.
3: Well, the last two cup final games were. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just think there's going to be goals in this game. I, I just. Um, I, I don't know. What have you gone for
2: in the prem predictions, Marco?
3: Um, I need to have a look at that, actually. Have you
2: done them this week?
3: I have, yeah. I have actually managed to make it back onto page one. You're still not on page one. Huh? You're not
2: on page one.
3: No, I have managed to make it back, yeah, after my uh, very foolish error of of thinking that um, I'd uh, entered my results when I hadn't. What have I got for Kerry,
2: Kerry had a good week last time round. Got well. Out, he's 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 moving up the table like a shark, um, like a shark, like Why a, a shark? shark because like a great white shark.
3: Here's my predictions for this week: Nottingham Forest nil, Arsenal one, Fulham one, Everton one, Luton Town one, Brighton and Hove Albion two, Crystal Palace nil, Sheffield United nil, Aston Villa two, Newcastle United one. Manchester City 5 Burnley 0 Tottenham Hotspur 3 Brentford 2 Liverpool 2 Chelsea 1 oh! oh
2: Marco Marco how could you This is why he always finishes higher up the table than me because he's prepared to know. predict Chelsea to
3: lose Yeah I, I, I don't know I, I I don't know if we can score if we can score a goal before they score a goal I think it will make a hell of a difference but I just I'm a little bit fearful um that if they nick a goal early on, it could go badly wrong because I, I still have major misgivings about that team mm. manager. Just just consist I d I don't know. I don't know. Yet, I don't, lost I don't the
0: goal, know. We lost a goal We go down to Spurs and we came back and scored and played well after that. So yeah, you never know, they may be inspired. Some of them not having played at Anfield. Do you know who the
3: referee is? Uh, is it? Yeah, Taylor? Tierney. Is it? Uh, Do we know who the referee for the League Cup final? Not is?
2: yet, as far as I'm aware. Probably I Taylor, think. I would guess.
3: I did, I did. I think at the quarterfinals stage of the competition, I did predict a Liverpool Chelsea final, and um Anthony Taylor would be the referee
2: God help us God help us
3: I, I really fucking hope we win but I, I don't know
2: You're going to go
3: 2-1 I am
2: Okay fair enough you're an honest man JK will say you
0: I said 1-1 one, 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 I said yeah You
2: said 1-1 one, one. I'm actually going for 1-1 one, one as well I uh, you know just because that's like I'm like like Marco's gone 5-0 City Burnley he's done that because he's smart And he knows that City always beat Burnley 5-0. So my feeling is we always draw against Liverpool and there are very few goals. So I'm sticking with that and going for 1-1 as well. Yeah. So there we go, which would not be a bad result up there. Let's be fair. Uh, So there we go. Uh, We shall see. (laughs) We shall see on Wednesday. Um, But now uh, to conclude the show, it is time for what, JK? They played for both. That's your best one so far. I might have to clip that one out actually it was so good
3: it's a new feature
2: yeah mate you've not played this before, have you
3: no I mean I, I was I was I was on the show two or three weeks ago and it it wasn't on it wasn't part of the I think it was on the Fulham show. Ah well I think that's because we'd
2: already we'd already done well, Fulham. Them. yeah can't do it you can't do it more than once you see oh. so well, you could you could and, and just could, to see whether we paid any attention see if you got any better. Yeah, yeah, I think we all know what the answer to that will be. Um, Definitely not. Okay, so gentlemen, your challenge, should you accept, of course you have no choice, is uh, that 19, you've got, this is about the easiest, by the way, this is the easiest one we have done. If you don't do well in this, then you should hang your heads in shame. I do
0: do agree, I do do agree.
2: 19 players have represented both Chelsea and Liverpool during their careers, and they are, Starts. Tony Hately. Yes, you know, and I, I, I said this in the pub to Nathan the other day. He was most impressed about that. So Tony Hately.
0: David Speedy.
2: That's two. Well done.
0: You want to nip in there, Marker? I've got a few others.
2: Who? Spackers? Yeah.
0: Well done, Spackers. Well done. Very good. Yeah. He's here.
3: He's there. He's every fucking where. Joey Cole. Jerry
0: Cole. Yeah. Jerry Cole.
3: Torres. Yep. Salah. Salah.
4: Oh.
2: Benayun. Yes. I got that one in the pub as well, so you're doing well.
0: Uh, Sterling, of course.
2: Yep. Anelka.
0: Yep. Who? Anelka. Oh,
3: Anelka, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah.
2: uh uh, 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 uh,
3: uh. how many did you say 19
2: 19. you've got one two three four five six seven eight nine so far halfway nearly
3: you've got to go back in time a bit
2: now you can Uh, um there's one that you that you will kick yourself if you don't get because you loved him who me yes
3: my God.
2: That's a clue, by the way. I'm embarrassed.
3: I can't think of.
2: <laughs> my clues can't be that good. I jo- said
3: Joe Cole.
2: You said Joe Cole.
3: Yeah. Did I say Morellish? Oh, oh, Glenn Johnson.
2: Oh, hang on. Got two there in one go. Johnson. You see, you've now ruined my best... My best clue, which would I mean he's got no hair. No, he's got shit hair, but we don't care. Raul Merrell is. Yeah.
3: Uh.
2: He won the European Cup in old money. Yeah. Obviously not at Chelsea. Okay, no. Sterling? Nah, yeah, he's on there, but you've got that.
0: I've got that already, yeah. He won the European Cup in old money. Yeah.
3: Did, it, did, did Victor Moses go there on loan?
2: He did. Yes, he he did. did. That's another one. Uh, the one that I'm still trying to give you desperate for, Marco. He got sent off on his debut for us.
3: Joey Jones? Yes! Oh, fucking hell. Of course. Of course. God, are going back? Is there any, any further back than that? Or?
2: Well, there are three that you, you won't have a Scooby about. Uh, I suspect. What,
3: because they're really old? or uh,
2: One, two, at least two that I can see that you won't have a clue. Dominic
3: Solanke
0: played, didn't he? Yeah,
2: there you go.
3: Solanke, good one.
2: So uh, yeah. of the ones that you should absolutely know, one, two, three, you're doing
3: very well. Did, did, um... Who's that... <laughs> Remember his name now. Well, we like went to Middlesbrough as well. Yeah. Zend- Zendon. Yeah.
2: That's the one. Just two more from the list you should get. Both strikers. That's the clue. One was quite fabulous.
3: What time frame? Recent.
2: Last 10, 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Strikers?
2: Yeah. What the hell? One was rather fabulous. My
3: Did did um oh, did he did uh, storage plate? Yes Right. That... We got more. No, we've got one more.
2: He's rather fabulous. In fact you could say he's Fabio.
3: Fabio? Barini.
2: Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Of course, right. He really
0: went to Sunderland as well, didn't he? Played
2: that, yeah. You got. I, I would say you've got no chance on the other two because they were both very, very pre-war. uh Pre- oh, Mark, Mark says rian Brewster clearly will not count. Well, not according to this list, Mark. That's for sure. Um, but uh, what's uh, what's uh, Nathan said? The great Nathan. He's uh, right. Okay, so there's there are two two players that you won't get. I, I shall just tell you. One of them is Benjamin Howard, Baker. Oh. Benny Baker, uh, 1921 to 1925, goalkeeper, 93 appearances, 36 clean sheets, one goal. The only goalkeeper to have scored a competitive goal for Chelsea FC, uh, which was a penalty against Bradford City on the 19th of November, 1921. Um, he had two international caps for England. He represented Great Britain in athletics in 1912 and 1920. Uh, in the olympics and he held the british high jump record between 1921 and 1946 and we've had him before i can't remember who he Just played think yeah had him before yeah who did he play for we've had him before yeah, yeah mark said Benny baker was on the other week brentford i don't it might have been anyway uh that's benny baker and the other one great name alf hansen alf alf known as alf to his mates he used to chain smoke woodbines uh, 1938 to 1939 43 appearances 9 goals <laughs> shit a brick. he was christened Adolf but known as Alf for some reason What's that? <laughs> he was christened Adolf but known as Alf for some reason considering he played between 1938 and 39 I can't think what that reason might have been <laughs> shit a <and> brick. <laughs> that's just brilliant Oh poor old Alf! Yeah, never mind. Sorry, Alf. No, no idea. So there we go. Uh, That that's it. Only that's the shortest one we had, I think. But uh, nevertheless, a lot of fun.
0: But they were they were all pretty obvious, weren't they? That was the thing in a way that something like um, Villa was difficult because uh, there were some peculiar ones there from Villa. I suppose it was they they weren't stars enough. The very fact there was a whole, you know, Torres and uh, and Elka were all much more of a of a. uh, significant players I think
2: well there we so go um, Nathan who of course is the uh, arbiter of all things they played for both says it's about the third time we've mentioned Benny Baker he's the Dave Besant of his time he uh, played for Everton Preston North End Liverpool and Chelsea so there we go
0: Preston uh, North End that's right
2: that's yeah. why we've heard of him before so there we go uh, well done That's the, that is, I'm going to give you a round of applause for the most impressive they played for both we've yet had so well done you uh, Marco, I congratulate you doubly on the fact that you're on the show for a week when we only had 19 and not 46. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Must
3: have gone on for quite a bit.
2: Though. It went on longer than the rest of the show, as I recall. But uh, he had to give
0: us clues for nearly all of them.
3: <laughs> Mike, I, wonder, I wonder which. I wonder which other team Chelsea and have had the most played for them both. Out of all Ooh. the
2: teams, Nathan, you're listening to this. This is a this is a job for you at the yeah. end of the season, mate. He's, I've I've put the laid the gauntlet down there. He won't he won't refuse.
3: Probably, actually, it's probably Vitesse Arnhem.
2: <laughs> well, no, they don't count. It's only only in the English English yeah. leagues. So there we go. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. I I've, We haven't had any European matches. So when we have European matches next year, that will. That will come into it. Why not? Shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Next year, chidge I love the positivity. Wow, come on, we've got to get into Europe, even if we have to cheat to get in there, surely. You know? If we don't win the yeah,
0: uh the Car- company,
2: yeah. do do uh
0: do we get automatically yeah. in if Liverpool no, not
3: Europe? not for the league cut, I believe.
2: Oh typical. No.
3: Uh, I think it I think they push they push a place down in the um in the league table. So I think I think if you finish 8th if Liverpool win the league cup 8th would get you a place in the conference league well
2: like that, that'll probably be where we finish I would suspect I mean I, I would I would have no problem in us getting in to the Europe, Europa conference league next year because it would be just lovely for us to go and win it and then we can genuinely say we've won it all you know because yeah, we can't at lovely. the moment and just think, we'll probably end up playing some really weird European. It might even tempt me for out for a few European away's if we do that. Actually,
3: yeah. weird, a, a European game in July.
2: <laughs> well, Marco, I, I I've never forgotten the hilarity, uh, and you were on the show at the time, actually. But I remember you came on here talking about your your trip to Cluj in Romania. Oh my God, yeah, that remember that?
3: Deep. Yeah, yeah. Getting... Stuck behind a horse and cart in deepest Transylvania. (laughs) Exactly.
2: I mean, that's what European away's are really all about, isn't it? You know. So there we go. Um, Sadly, I could, I could, I could could actually sit here with these two just natter about anything really, other than about what Chelsea are going to do on Wednesday for about another hour. But sadly, we have to go, not least because I need to go to bed. Uh, So we will be back on Friday to preview the Chelsea versus the Wolves game and to report back on the match against Liverpool. Uh, That'll be me, J.K. And the wonderful Clayton Beerman, Beerman.
3: Beerman. Beerman.
2: Yeah, Housewives Choice back on Friday. Should he remember, I will be uh, messaging him to remind him. Um, now, uh, in off the post, an occasional show that we do. Occasionally, you send us emails and we do this occasional show. If you want to send your email in, it's chelseafancast at gmail.com. Get him in. When we've got enough, we'll do a show. It's that simple. Uh, and you can follow the show on all the social media at Chelsea Fancast, me at Stanford Chidge, Jonathan at Jonathan Kidd, and Marco at Gate17Marco. Marco, uh, Marco it, lovely to see you. I, I took that uh, your kind of missive to heart the uh, the other month. He said, well, I'm hardly ever on the show, Chidge. And I said, well, oh. oh, that's because you're a busy man. I said, he said, no, no, I'm available. So I've got you back on more frequently. <laughs> so there you go. And I am I don't regret it for a minute, obviously. Lovely to see you, mate.
3: That's very kind of you. Lovely to be on your show.
2: <laughs> our <laughs> show, our show, <laughs> J.K.'s show. Can it run? Right. The show, <laughs> exactly. The show, the, <laughs> the show. show, exactly that. Yeah. All right no, again.
3: no. Wait. Yeah.
2: See you for wolves. Indeed. And uh, see, you, see what you obviously coming to the Troubadour afterwards. Indeed. Good. I'll see you there too. Great fun. Can't wait for that. That'll be great fun. J.K., you old rascal, you. Um, are you going on Wednesday? Nah, nah. Nah, can't say I blame you. Really, it's a fucking trek in the midweek, isn't it? Oh. But I know many who will be, and good for I've got them. Work,
0: work on Thursday, so it would be foolish to get back yeah. uh, in the wee, wee small hours. So. I know,
2: I know. I mean, you know, the ridiculous. I mean, put it this way, right? When I go to a, a night game, uh, you know, like like we've just had, I don't I don't get home to Winchester until about midnight, one o'clock, depending on the traffic, and and that's a home match. So, you know, I can understand. You know, it's a four-hour drive to Liverpool, minimum. I mean, fucking hell, you know. And if you've got to work the next day, what are you going to do anyway? For those that who, who are going, fair play to you. You're better supporters than me, that's for sure. And uh, make sure you try and drown out your never walk alone with a throaty Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. So there you go. Uh, right, you lovely lot of Mixler. Good to see you as well. Thank you for listening. See you next week. No, see you Friday. Get it right. See you Friday. Until then, keep it blue, keep it careful keep it Chelsea. it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnuggets share boxes ready to go